Welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. I'm your host, Wolu. I'm joined by producer and co-host, Alex Wong, in studio. Alex, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Will. How are you doing? So excited to be spending an hour with you today, answering Twitter questions about the Raptors, about you, about any other topic that, you know, listeners want to talk about. Mm. How are you, man? Um, you know, I'm having a bit of a weird day because yesterday was like the first day in about five months. I didn't watch a second of basketball, mm. you know. What did, so what did you do instead? Did you discover a new hobby by any chance? No. So, uh, you know, after the show yesterday, after getting off the phone with Amy and V, as promised, went to the park. Oh, that's for like right. Like two hours. Then what did I do? Bought a food processor. Oh, okay. For, for yeah, my, my, my mom wanted one. So I, I picked one up. Yeah. No DoorDash. Biked home. Um, you know, saw some of our coworkers along the way. Shout Did out you? Sam. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Sam McKee. Shout out to producer Sam McKee. Yeah. He said you were biking a little slow. Is that what he said? You know, I, I was biking very, very leisurely. Even though I live in the city, I, uh, you know, uh, used the Bixie bikes, which um, makes me look like a tourist. You know? Right. But that's fine. I'm comfortable I mean, I ride those too. I've, I've lived no, here for 20, 22 years now. Jeez. That's yeah, a long damn. time. Um, You're like a Canadian. Yes, I'm officially a Canadian. You know, I know the the anthem. You know me. I love singing the anthem at the game. So no, it was a great paper. game. And then, you know, I got home and I was like, okay. So I'm usually around 7 o'clock. I would like tune in and, and see what basketball's on. And I was like, oh, there's no basketball on. I guess I'll watch some Blue Jays, you know, because we had such a great time at the game. Salute to you once again for setting that up. No, know, shout out to Ali Khan. Appreciate it. I know that wasn't you, but uh, I mean, you facilitated. You produced it. Yeah. As you, always. You so. brought a glove. I, I think you mentioned it with Vivek yesterday, who was also there with us mm-hmm. and Lee Ban. So we sat behind home plate. You brought a glove. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you expecting to catch a ball? Yes. Okay. And I was going to hand it to, like, you know, a nearby child or something like that. I wouldn't that. have if I caught it. What do you mean? Why really? would you give the ball away if it lands in your it's lap? It's just a baseball, man. Like, if you could have that opportunity to make a child smile, like, I think I, I would say. You know that. what? I probably would, too, but I would think about it. Yeah. Damn. I would think about it. Okay. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, no, not, not much to do yesterday, so... You know, just like honestly, I went to bed early and then I came to the office early. And to my surprise, you are already here. Yeah. You beat me to the office. I think I thought the show started at 1. Yeah. yeah. I've just been conditioned to think that it's 1 to 3 p.m. No. Yeah. So. We're in vacation week. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically vacation week, but appreciate everyone for listening. Just checking the charts. You're still up there <laughs> despite playing poker on air. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, can we, okay. Let's go behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Wednesday, we were recording our show remotely at home yes try to give ourselves you know just a little bit of downtime and uh you know before the show you know you let me know and this is something that you do and i don't think it's anything like wild like you just had like a poker app on on your screen yeah like you were playing poker yeah like it has never affected your performance no it's like it's, it's like james like, Har- probably it's, like five six more it's like times. letting james harden go to a nightclub you know if he's gonna <laughs> okay. drop 40 but but not anymore you know he's not allowed to go out anymore now that he's dropping 15 but it's never affected your performance. Uh-huh, so I was yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. Like, you send me this sometimes. But then when we got on air, yeah. you know, and we started chatting at the start, I heard the very familiar sounds of, of uh, you know, the cards shuffling. So you, you didn't buy my excuse that that was my ringtone? <laughs> no, because I knew what you were doing. And it was one of those things where I had to debate whether to just DM you separately and be no, like, call hey. Call me out on air. Call me out on air. But then on, on air, I was, on just like, I was just like, hey, Will, man, I can hear you playing poker. Yeah. So then you had to log off and reset. Yeah, the issue was I didn't select the right speakers. No one wants to hear this. Anyway, in any case, yeah, it's unfortunate. I was up. Uh, I was already up uh, a dollar. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. 
Yeah, you but keep... listen, next week though, next week we're I've already got a plan. We are going to go player by player once again and go in depth into their season, review their season, look okay. at what they've done well, look at some of the film, right. look at the numbers, deliver it to you. And yeah, okay. you know, like you know, look, obviously the first week after the season's over, literally all the players just scramble to go on vacation. Yeah. Right. Are you keeping track? All well, the, I saw Scotty. I know Scotty's on vacation. Where's I think he he's at? in the Bahamas right now. Okay. Chris recorded a hustle play yesterday. He did? I saw Yahoo Sports uh, Canada post that. Okay. We're the number one promoter of Yahoo Sports Canada. Um, but yeah, you were asking for a hustle play episode. So there yeah. is a hustle play okay, cool. episode coming. Otherwise, I'm not really keeping track. But yeah, like I think maybe after a couple weeks here, maybe end of the playoffs, going to try to reach out to some of these players like Chris mm. and even Thad Young. You know, obviously sure. the two two big free agency targets, maybe some other players, see if they want to come on the show and just chat about the season and things like that. But yes, next week. So next week we're off on Wednesday because the Blue Jays are playing during That's this right. time. Yep. And um, yeah, no, but you know, we're fine. We're just bantering. You know, the week after the week after the season is always a it's little... It's really chill. No, I've, I've actually kind of enjoyed you, it. You come down yeah. from it, right? Yeah. Because you're so locked in starting in like, when was media day? Like September? October? Yeah, I think it was last week of September. Right. And yeah. like, I don't know. That was know, our first official day at SportsCenter. You know that, right? Like, yeah. But like, I was thinking about this. Do you feel like the season flew by? I feel like the season flew by. Yes, I definitely feel like the season flew by. It, it was like, obviously, us doing like a daily show for the first time like i mean we had done lots of shows we've done two three i've, I've done like basically a daily show in the past just based on how many like post-game reaction podcasts and how many other podcast things we're doing but like like officially a daily show like there were some weeks in you know where we would put out like 10 shows in the course of a week between the, the post game yeah between what we do monday to friday and then of course you know the alex wong saturday hour which, oh yes uh, yes yes so the the call classic saturday yeah mm. i didn't start doing a daily show until three weeks ago when we went to two <laughs> oh, hours right that's right i'm coming down from that still just just exhausted yeah yeah no, but I, I, i'm here grinding through you know gotta be a pro mm. you know even though i'm putting up james harden you know 2022 numbers you still gotta show up No, you are james you're the james harden of the show like you you just you come here and you pass yeah, and once in a while, like you can get that step back or you can draw a foul, but like yeah, when you don't show up, like, your best you know, role is point guard. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta shoot five for twenty one. <laughs> Talk to Lewis Zatzman <laughs> about basketball. About what? What is <laughs> the, the dark magic? Dark magic? Yeah, yeah, the dark arts. Anyways, yeah. so we have a lot of questions today. That's right. Yeah, so I I, I put out a uh, request for Twitter questions. We got uh, as always a ton of replies, which is. Uh, really great to see. Thanks, everyone, for sending in questions. Uh, we got like 80 of them. Um, so obviously, we're not going to be able to cover all of those. But uh, I did go through before the show and uh, collected probably some of my favorite ones. Um, so, yeah, let's go through those. What's the first one we have, Alex? Oh, I'm supposed to be reading them? I thought this was going to be your job. Guess oh. we're not, I guess we're not distributing our off-season, uh, you know, responsibilities. Uh, first question, if you could make Scotty elite at one specific skill, shot, or ability, what would it be? Man, that's a really good question because it does feel like he could do pretty much anything. I think, I, I mean, it's probably got to be the shooting because you kind of figure he's already got a lot of the other skills. Like, one thing that was a really pleasant surprise to see with Scotty this year is, like, his mastery of, like, the, the the old man game like he's so good at getting to his spot on the floor um holding that position uh, and then making a little post move like whether that's a little bank shot off the glass left hand right hand um he's he's got that down consistently he can finish with a variety of um 
moves already at the at the basket. Like honestly, like some of them are pretty impressive. Like he's had some really really nice reverse finishes this year. Um, some really nice moves going to the basket. The only thing is just like yeah, you, you do wish that he had the pull up jumper to like you know offset some of that so that he could also play more effectively facing up. Um, but I don't know. Also, man, if you can really give him like that Draymond level of defense, if he can get to that level defensively, and of course, like I'm asking him to become one of the greatest defenders of all time. But like, if he could get to that level of defense, I mean, that's a terrifying defensive player. That's like that's the kind of defensive anchor that could hold down your whole team. I think he's a very, very far ways from that right now. To be very clear, but uh, that'll probably be my number two choice, actually. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say the exact same thing. If um. If you were to like think of a player prototype for Scotty to like develop into, yeah, because I think he's drawing comparisons to Draymond. I think people, I don't, have, but which I don't even see sure, that. Anymore. Sure, sure, like, that's why I wanted to ask you. Um, yeah, and like people have compared him to potentially be, you know, a Giannis type player. Yeah. Like, what what's the what's the player prototype that you would like maybe like him to become based on what you've seen so far with his skill set? I mean. I don't think you can really go wrong with any of that. I think the the Giannis path for him would be probably the one that's the most. I, it's it feels a little unrealistic to me just because when you watch Giannis, you're like, okay, this guy's like different. It's a different breed of athlete. Like you you look at obviously you, there's like Scotty's a great athlete, right? Most players in the NBA are like tremendous athletes. Like, but like Giannis is <laughs> he's like an alien. Mm-hmm. Like so whether or not he can get to that level of athleticism um, remains to be seen. I think. With, you know, if there was anything that with Scotty in the rookie season was like a little bit under, um, undersold was just like you know coming into the thing it was like okay we know he's an athlete but he needs to improve his shooting, right? He is definitely an athlete. He's definitely shown a lot of great plays. That 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 um, game against Jalen Suggs that first game where Orlando was in town the first time Raptors Magic was an anticipated game that includes the 2019 playoffs uh, was when. Jalen Suggs was in town, and Scotty had that play in the second quarter where he ripped down the rebound, took three dribbles, and then took off and dunked the ball. Uh, and it's like one of the most athletic plays I've seen from anybody in a Raptor uniform. That's great, and there are a lot of other great athletic moments like that. It just doesn't feel like his athleticism pops on every single sequence the way that Giannis kind of moves, you know? So um, maybe that element I, is expecting a little bit too much to, to have him become Giannis, but... That style of player, I think, is totally fair. Um, and, yeah. I think he's so ahead of the curve, too, because he doesn't really need to get that much stronger physically. Like, like I'm sure he's going to yeah. bulk up and stuff, but, like... Well, guys already bounce off of him, which is super rare for right. a Right, because, yeah. like, think about when Giannis came into the league, or even think yeah, about, I mean, like, on. some of these other players, like, it took a while for their body to fill out. Whereas, yeah, like, was like there. super, super skinny. Yeah, he was yeah. like KD. Um, and I was thinking about Giannis, too, because... You remember, like, when Jason Kidd was there coaching, there was, like, a year when they, like, primarily wanted to make him the point guard sure, yeah. and was trying to find a position for him. I wonder if it'll be the same thing for the Raptors, too, in terms of, like, once you have these defined skills, like, how... I know they love the flexibility, but, like, what is mm. the primary position yeah. that we want you to play? Because, I don't know, like, is is him playing point guard, like, you know, like a wild thing to think about? Um, No, not really. Um, I think... My only thing with that is just, like, he would need to do a better job of getting the team into their offense or at least, like, creating an advantage scoring-wise. Like, I think, like, for example, with Pascal, right, part of the reason why he's such an effective point forward is he's always going to beat his own man, draw a second guy, and then at that point you just make the right pass. 
whether that's like to the open guy or you just kick it to the corner and they just swing, swing the ball around. Eventually, you get an open shot. Like, um, he has that ability to beat his first guy. So even though I don't think Pascal has like tremendous vision or anything like that, I think that already he's doing the harder part so that other guys can get easier shots. You know, that's why he's a really good point guard in that role. For Scotty, I need to see him get to the point where he's consistently beating his guy one on one all the time like a Pascal, drawing the second guy. And then that's where I think he would even be better than Pascal as a point forward because he has more of like a natural passing vision. You know what I mean? Like he has a lot more flair to the way he passes and the way he's able to create. And he probably can see passes that even a guy like Pascal doesn't always see, right? But right now where Pascal has the advantage is that he beats his guy one-on-one, like I'm not even kidding, like three quarters of the time. So he, and then he's able to distribute. But I think Scotty can definitely get there as well. I, know, I don't think there's anything in Scotty's skill set that's necessarily lacking. Even if he doesn't get the jumper right, even if he just continues to get downhill towards the basket and, and delivers a few more um, moves on that front where he's able to pressure the paint, he's going to draw a second guy. And then when he does, you know he's going to uh, find the right pass because he is a, a really, really willing passer as well. So Yeah, so Raptor show, Twitter question, show rules is uh, two Raptors questions and then one random question. That's what we're yes, going to do, okay? So that's right. Second Raptor question from at Will Lou Stan. Reveal yourself. <laughs> this is uh, a real account. <laughs> reveal yourself. Someone, um, oh, my goodness. It's me, actually. With how well Pascal and Scotty play the lead guard role, like you mm-hmm. talked about, yep. do you think a true seven-footer off the bench would be a better off-season addition than another ball-dominant guard? Um, there's a second part, but let's answer that, that part first. I think from the beginning of the season, and I guess to the end now, like, that has been a discussion, and Masai was asked about it. Like, you know, do you want a traditional center on your roster? We know that Nick Nurse, when he listed out his wish list, did say, like, you know, a catch-and-shoot threat, um, et cetera, et cetera, as a priority. So if you were to pick between a, a true seven-footer off the bench or a, a ball-dominant guard to to back up Fred, uh, which one which one are you leaning towards? Um I think for the regular season, you probably have more success. You'll have a more of an impact getting an, a backup guard and more depth in that spot so that if you have injuries happen to you, you're, you're, the drop-off isn't as severe. Um, I think probably for playoff success, having that, that seven-footer just to, to be able to match up differently probably helps more. But over the course of the regular season, like you're, you're essentially adding more of the same. Um, but that's a good question, and quite frankly... Can we see the front office do both? Yeah, why not both? Yeah. Why not just someone like, I'm just throwing it out there, like a Bismack Biombo even. Just someone at the end of the, if you're talking about seven-footer, right? Because I don't think you're trying to bring in someone to play heavy minutes. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, though? basically you're trying to get someone in to replace Ken Birch. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, but I'm with you. I think it should be both. I think the second part of the question is like, is spacing like the main concern for this team, for the team's offense going into the next yeah, season? Yeah, it's definitely the main concern for the team's offense. I actually think the Raptors get enough pressure at the basket. They don't have like that traditional like roll lob threat or anything like that. But to be honest, like when I watch the NBA now, like there's not that many players. Like they're not picking like, I don't know. This isn't like Steve Nash running pick and rolls with Amari Stoudemire and getting him a great look at the rim every time. Like it, it's just that doesn't happen as much anymore. I think teams are either just the way they're defending or the way that um, you know teams are more willing to pull off the corners or everything like that. Like you know, the paint is harder to access and and vertical spacing maybe isn't as much of a thing as it was in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean, the shooting has to be there. Like, you, you just look at certain games towards the end of the season. The Raptors were, like, winning games, but they were, like, hit, like, single-digit threes all the time. 
And we saw that, you know, in games four and five against the Sixers. Was that I think they made like eight threes one game, seven threes the next game. It's like, and Nick kept talking about, well, one of these games are going to get hot. I'm like, who? Who is going to get hot on the team? You know, so I think in addition to just getting more shooters, I think they want to improve the shooters they already have. So, yeah. Cool. So, non-Raptors question. Uh, did you or Alex cry at everything, everywhere, all at once? Or was that just me? Yeah, so I've seen it in th- theaters three times, and three times uh, I have cried in the theater. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What about yeah. you? I don't know. It takes a lot for me to cry. Just think, I just got no emotions left in me. Um, and um, no, I didn't cry, but I almost wow. cried. Okay. I almost cried. Are you a crier in general? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Got the immigrant mentality of just bottling everything up Damn. and never talking about it. That's tough. I, I think yeah. you missed the point of the movie. Part of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like nothing, nowhere, all at once. Yeah, no, <laughs> Those are enough. my emotions. No, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, not to spoil the movie, although honestly, you could spoil scenes from the movie that doesn't, and you wouldn't really understand the plot of it without the context because it's so wacky and zany. Sure. But like, you know, when they confront each other and then you know the hugs and all that stuff i don't know it was actually two parts of the movie that really get me too it's also the the hong kong's movie throwback scene you know where he explains that he's a fighter and stuff like that oh right yeah no it's honestly like also by the way the bagel versus the eye yeah that was great theory is is insane yeah no i think um just every everything this movie was like every genre right like it really yeah like tackled like everything from like a science fiction movie to like a family drama yeah comedy action obviously yeah like everything in between so like so like yeah anyways we've talked about this movie enough yeah. um you've literally been sent a package of hot dog fingers yes shouts to um shouts to the elevation pictures team we're going to be giving away some of those at our sold out live event so this appreciate wild. no this is appreciate I, I, everybody. I honestly to, to to speak about that event so uh, we knew coming in that we had about like i don't know like 120 tickets mm-hmm. in the venue right that's the capacity of the venue and of course you know we, we had our own, like, VIP list or whatever like that. But it's just, like, we knew, like, that's the number we had to sort of get to to sell. And I was, like, I, I mean, I know the show's, like, very successful. And I know that a lot of people support it. I just, like, I had, I, I was also a little skeptical. I was, like, man, are we sure we're going to get to this number? Like, Alex, are you, like, if we show up there and there's, like, 10 people and they're all, like, yo. And I'm, like, this is cool, but what it's is like, going on? It's, like, Faisal. <laughs> it's Lee Ben. <laughs> it's Joe Wolfon. Yeah. Orrin Weisfeld. No, no I But think- then we sold, we, like, sold 100 plus tickets in the first day. Yeah, and so if, we're basically sold out after one day, right? And we're donating. It's incredible. Yeah, we're donating yeah. all the money to um, Asian Gold Ribbon. Uh, for people who have been asking, if you can't make the show but still want to make a donation, just go to asiangoldribbon.com and there's a donate button at the top. But yeah, we have lots of cool prizes, uh, tentative special guests, uh, Faisal Kamisa, uh, Joseph Kasharo. If Amy Audibert will make the drive from Niagara Falls, oh, she'll wow. also be a special guest. No, also, call, call her out. So you told me, so yesterday on the show, Amy was like, thanks for the invite. And I was like, uh, uh oh, man, right, my bad, right, right. right? But you you tell me that she's already been invited? Damn. Yeah. So she I was checked, just pressing me for no reason? I checked, the last, I checked the last text that I sent Amy and I said, yeah, if you want to come to this event, just let me know. Okay. We'll put you on the list. Okay. Um, but you know, Amy's busy. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll also have special Lots guests. Lots happening in the Niagara Pe- region. People will get sure. to meet our intern slash producer, Derek Brandale. That's right. So we got to make sure we uh, introduce him as well yeah to to the fans but yeah no that it'll it'll be fun uh, i'm really excited about it all right back to the toronto raptors i think there's a lot of questions about gary so maybe we'll just group a few of these together yeah let's do it the first one uh i still have not been convinced on trent versus norm powell being mm-hmm. 
a good choice. Can we re-argue? Same defensive lapses and vulnerabilities. Powell attacked the rim. 60% true shooting. Vet experience. Part of the core with Fred, Pascal, and OG would have accepted a bench roll once paid. Thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's interesting. Um, I think for the Raptors, they probably wanted to see what more upside there could have been. Because I felt like when Norm, he had reached like exactly what he's going to be as a player. Um, he's also 28 and about to turn 29 uh, next month. So I think that there's probably that element of just like, you want to see what's out there, right? And you sort of take a shot. Um, Upside-wise, I think Gary has a better jump shot than than Norm. I think that's not as debatable to me. Right now, they're probably, like, equivalent shooters in the sense that, like, obviously Norm has gotten himself to become a really, really good catch-and-shoot player, and, of course, he attacks closeouts, gets in the mid-range, you know, but obviously the one area Norm definitely has on, on Gary right now is um, the ability to drive to the rim. I think where that's most evident is you'll see this happen a lot with Gary in transition. He'll get the steal, run out, and then just throw some sort of, like, layup up. But, like, he really does not finish as many transition opportunities as you would expect because, obviously, that's the play that you almost expect to score, like, 90% of the time. You might score, like, 60% of the time, which is still good but relatively bad. With Norm, he was so good as the, in that one-man fast break, and I think that's the ability for him to – obviously, he's more athletic uh, than Gary, and he's also longer than Gary. Um, but I think the Raptors wanted to sort of take a shot with a younger player um, who had more upside, and I still do think Gary has more upside. But right now, if you compare the two players, I think they're fairly comparable. Like, I'm not really mad at it. Like, I'm not really, like, looking at Norm's production all the time or, like, checking to see what he does. Um, the key is that, like, you know, what would separate Gary from Norm is if he did one more thing aside from scoring. Because <laughs> we know, you know, the Norm stat line is 20 points, one rebound, one assist. Yeah, it's, it's the Tony Snell, but points only. It's a Tony Snell with points. Yeah. So that, 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 no, I'm, I'm with you. And, and, but I think with Gary, it's like he, I think defensively, the way he started this season, like it looked like he was ahead of Norm, but then he kind of like slowed down on that front too. So uh, as soon as Gary adds a second element to his game, <laughs> he will be ahead of Norm. But as of right now, I still think the conversation is fair to have. But uh, I don't know. It's not like we're, you didn't downgrade at all. You just kind of like stepped to the side. Right. And I think, yeah. I mean, let's not forget those couple weeks in the regular season when he was on that streak of, like, 30-plus point games. Yeah. And, and, like, you know, I think we might just remember how game six against the Sixers worked out. But I think there's validity here, too, in terms of, you know, accepting a bench role. Like, Gary's kind of on a weird contract because it's a very short term. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's basically just after next season, right? Uh-huh. Like, after next season, he can become a free agent again. And, you know, a young player of his caliber, you know, you know, I think it's correct to say that it might be difficult for him to accept a bench role. But again, my pushback would, would just be, you know, if, if they were to talk to Gary about moving into a six man role, mm-hmm. maybe there is actually going to be able to, there's an opportunity to f- just feature him more. Like there's attractiveness in becoming like a, one of the top six men in the league as well. Yeah. than just true. a starter on like a really good team where you're like the number three or number four option. Um, so I'm going to group a bunch of these comments together because they're all, Really Gary related. Um, the first one is there's there are some obvious needs on this team, like more bench scoring and a true big man. Uh, considering the Raptors' lack of success in free agency, if we were to trade one of our core guys, who would you trade and why? And then there was another one that said, what do you think of a trade for John Collins giving up Gary and some draft capital? And lastly, do you find it weird 
that in the preseason and postseason pressers, Masai never once mentioned Gary Trent Jr. So I think first thing, I think if you were to ask which player most likely to be traded from from the core, would you agree that it would be Gary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you trade him. Uh, I mean, you know, the weird thing if you trade, it's it's like when you trade a norm. It's like, well, if you trade norm, you probably need to get a shooting guard on the roster. I mean, I guess it depends on how confident you feel OG can step into that. Yeah, the one thing, the one thing we don't need is less scoring on this team or like less, less shooting. Yeah, yeah, like a player who can actually create his own shot. Yeah, but I think the question really is like, do you feel like OG can step into that role, right? Because if he, it, the way he's improved as a as an outside shooter, can he be that guy who can shoot like eight nine threes a game and give you something close to twenty points? And I think actually OG could probably do it. I mean, the other elements of the the off the dribble stuff that Gary gives you, I think I don't think OG has that down. But also at the same time, like it's not always the most valuable shot to get. To like, oh, I'm gonna dribble and get to the mid range, step back. I know he's very good at it, and he shoots it at a very high clip. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was also interesting to hear Nick talk about how the team kind of got away from its shot spectrum, and I think what that largely means is that they're like, man, we let our guys shoot a lot of mid range shots this year. We want to clean that up, which is fair. Um, you know, what I trade Gary for John Collins. Um, I like John Collins, you know. Um, I think, you know, he's a great athlete, uh, can shoot the three. We saw what he could do defensively uh, last season throughout the playoffs. He was like their one of their big perimeter defenders. Of course, that kind of role went to DeAndre Hunter once Hunter was available um, for this year's playoffs, whereas I think John Collins was out for a significant portion. I don't even know if he came back, actually, but... Um, yeah, I like John Collins. I think he just makes a lot of money, though. Yeah, he's, didn't he sign, like, a near-max contract? Yeah. Like, last and That's summer? why I'm like, um, I don't know. I mean, would he be an upgrade? Yes, I think he'd actually fit the Raptors quite well. Um, he is six foot nine. He shoots the three decently enough. Not at a high enough volume, but, you know, he can shoot it. Um, and, of course, he's a pick-and-roll threat. Um, I, I think Atlanta is a team that probably will be looking to get off some pieces. So I'd actually... Wouldn't be surprised if they had made a deal and if Collins was involved. Again, I wouldn't be surprised. He does make 23 and a half next year, 25 the year after, 26 and a half uh, in 2024, and has a player option for 26 and a half in 2025 as well. So, you know, if you do sign him and you re sign Fred and you re sign Pascal and you extend Scotty, you basically have no more money left for any, anything else. Which, honestly, that could be a pretty good team. But, uh, Yeah, I think next year is going to be pretty crucial, especially to this conversation, because the Raptors aren't in a position to just, like, lose Gary Trent Jr. if he's going to leave in free agency for nothing, right? Like, yeah. if they don't consider him as a piece they want to move forward with, then... Actually, yeah, I think he will be available in trade, not just this summer, but, like, heading into next season. Yeah. If he's still here. But it'd be also surprising if the Raptors were out of him that quickly. Like, I don't think there's anything that he did this year. Like, right. If I told you coming into this year that this is what Gary's going to do, right? He's going to be one of the top leaders in steals in the season. He's going to have multiple 30-point games in certain stretches and, and really help you carry your offense. And, you know, um, you'd probably be like, oh, that's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that. And I think we were pretty happy with Gary this year. So it, it would be a little strange for the Raptors to sort of turn away from it. I think probably contracts and all that other stuff is a different issue. But, uh, yeah, would I, would I be upset if he stayed on the roster and starting, you know, next season he's, you know, 
you're hearing Strizzy say, it's time to tap in, get your hands clap in for uh, yeah, Gary Trent Jr. That's your favorite. That's my, my favorite, favorite yeah. is when they introduce Ken Birch and Strizzy says, uh, representing We the North. Yeah. <laughs> He's tough. representing the team slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, we're just gonna move away from that one. No, this is like, cause you know how, you know how like the, the Golden State Warriors, their playoff slogan this year is gold blooded. Yeah. Cause they're the Golden State Warriors. It's uh-huh. like, imagine if they introduce like Andrew Wiggins. It's like from, from Canada, uh, repping gold blooded Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. That no, would be the equivalent. No, that's tough. They said from the Raptors. <laughs> Introducing. They're like representing the Toronto Raptors of the NBA. <laughs> Shouts yeah. to Ken, man. No. Uh, by the way, do you want to address, um, you know, this was asked and a few people I think have mentioned it, that Masai did not mention Gary during the presser. Are you feeding into this conspiracy theory? No, man. Okay. It's just a coincidence, guys. It's okay. Also, nobody asked him about Gary even once. I think probably that's just on us, us as reporters. We weren't specifically asking him about Gary. I also think uh, like Masai just has a very close relationship with guys like Fred and Pascal that he can speak on more, right? Sure. No, but like he's like Fred and Pascal have been with the organization. Yeah. The longest on this team at this point. Yeah. So, okay. So it's a, it's a no from you. Yeah. I don't think that's no concerns. Nothing. Yeah. Can we with one non-Raptor question before we go to the break? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what we got. Uh, Any dream guests you would like for next season? Any dream guests we could like for next season? Um, well, first off, we have to complete every single member of the Raptors 2019 championship roster. Right. So, love it if you can, you know, somehow secure Mark Gasol. It'd be a very, very difficult interview to secure, but I think I would love to talk to Mark. No, I got you. We'll tell come up with the list. Tell him I'm a Barcelona fan, and then uh, we'll, no, we'll, I don't, come I don't. on. I'll be like, I was a fan of them losing 4-0 at Anfield. <laughs> um, uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I would love to talk to Mark. Love to talk to Jeremy, obviously. Um, and you know, like, I don't know. I think my other question, maybe to the fan base, and I would actually be, like love for people to get some feedback on this. Would you want to hear celebrities? Like, right? You know what I mean? Like, because like, I, I, it's it's a basketball show, but obviously, like, lots of people love basketball. But like, do you want to hear a celebrity come on and be like, "Hey, you know, I'm famous." Yeah, I just <laughs> and I also like the Raptors. I never, I never want to put people on the show just, just for name recognition. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. Like yeah. the consideration is always like, is it going to be a good conversation? Yeah, that's my consideration too. But yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, maybe people really want to hear like, I don't know, pick your random celebrity who likes the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, leave that to me. Uh, my dream guess would be I still want you to sit down with Nick Nurse. You know, we oh, weren't able yeah, to make it happen. Right. Yeah, this season, you know, Nick was apparently busy coaching. Um, so. Yes, he was apparently <laughs> busy coaching. Yeah, man. I guess that's that's what he does for his day job. So yeah. we couldn't make it happen. But okay. no, I I, I want to hear you know Nick Nurse versus Chinese Nick Nurse. I think what <laughs> you're Chinese Nick Nurse. You come in here every day breaking down the game plan, yelling at players, calling players out publicly. Like what's what's the what's the difference between you and Nick? He knows ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know ball too, man. You bought his pill. You bought his book. I did not buy his pill, man. Relax. <laughs> I think it's like $120. I'm not paying $120. Oh, right, right, right. The He's basketball a- that I shoot with on a daily basis, I picked up off a school yeah, yeah. court. Wait, 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 till that hits, <laughs> free. wait till that hits the SVP online, you know, yeah, okay, warehouse I'll get it then, but. outlet sale. Yeah. But yeah, my my dream guest for, for you is uh, Nick and Masai. I think it'd just be cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, no, to of course, Masai is definitely the right answer, actually. Yeah. Masai there's, is there's 100% not, the right answer. There's not actually really like any like out-the-box like dream guests. Like, or okay. honestly, if you have dream guests to come on the Raptors show, let us know. 
Yeah, let but us we're know. We're probably going to say no to like but 90% I'll, of these. I'll decide. Yeah. yeah. I'll there you decide. go. That's why you're the producer. And that's why we're going to take a quick break right here. I'm your host, Lolu. That's Alex Wong. You've been listening to The Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. The smartest takes on the biggest stories in sports. The Fan Drive Time with Ben Ennis and Stephen Brunt. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Raptors show on Sportsnet 590, the fan. Um, just waiting for William Liu to come back into the studio with his mid-show tea. Yeah, I'm just having a nice chat with my boss. Our oh, boss, okay. DT. Okay, just using we'll getting uh, the shout out. Just using on-air time to, uh, you know, network at Sportsnet. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. You know how stressed I get when, when you're not here, when we're on air, right? I, I, I could feel it. It's a very stressful situation. Just, read the, just say welcome back. You did, you did fine. I, I did. I yeah. did. And I talked really slow until you came back in. Friday shout outs. Thank you, as always, to everyone who made the Raptor show possible this week, including our producer, Derek. Cabo, Kyle Crabe, Dan Toman, Greg Sansoni, Pat Flash, everybody else supporting us behind the scenes. Special shout out, as always, still to Jennifer. Rolnick and producer Rob for helping us out with the YouTube stream. Damn, Rob don't got a last name? We should be back on YouTube and Sportsnet 360 in two weeks when the conference finals starts. Shoutouts to our guests this week, Amy Audibert and Vivek Jacob. And That's the shortest guest with who we had all season. Yeah. It was really just you and me here for four of the five days. We chilling, man. We big chilling. Yeah, we're actually um, big chilling for real. Shoutouts to Vic. Um, who I know yep. had helped with the Raptors Reaction Podcast. Um, yep. And always first, moving. First preseason game. Mm-hmm. I'm down at the arena. I'm panicking. I'm like, how are we supposed to make this happen? And he's like, yo, just chill, relax, okay? Mm-hmm. He, like, sets up the Ethernet cable for me. And uh, he's like, this is your booth. And afterwards, you're just going to connect this cable to your computer, log onto the internet, and uh, you're going to broadcast live to the rest of the nation uh, yeah, and no, beyond. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, mm-hmm. that's that was super simple. And he's like, yeah, man, just relax and chill. And he's yeah. like, Yo, also, he's been working since, like, I think, 6 a.m. that day. So, not salute to Vic, man. Yeah, shout out to Vic. Great vibes. Didn't get to work enough with Vic, but, uh, you know, best of luck. Yeah, he, um, you know, he told you this is your radio booth. You know, you can say whatever you want in there during games. You can throw any chairs that you want. The what? That would yeah, never these, happen. Man. Again. This show is fictional. That's purely fictional. Unless, you know, we, we put a disclaimer that it's autobiographical yeah. I when mean, we like, talk about our lives. Could could someone do that when Westbrook hit that three? <laughs> oh, man. When Westbrook <laughs> hit that three? <laughs> I wish there was cameras in no, there. No, I'm happy there weren't, man. I brought there's that no evidence. I brought that Westbrook shot up, like, in the weeks after on the show. Uh, and no every evidence. time I did, you clenched your fist like Bro, the Arthur meme. That was <laughs> like, the most so random angry. shot, man. You know, it was stressful at that time because we were so stressed about being in the play-in yeah. against the Brooklyn Paper Tigers. Yeah. And, you know, we ended up skipping the play-in tournament. So, yeah, no stress. I was like, this game's going to come back to haunt the Raptors. And it never did. <laughs> but we did that like every three days. Yeah, we were like, like when they lost to Detroit. Ever again. <laughs> when they lost to Orlando. Yeah. Oh, that was a dark week. But anyways. Yeah, anyway. Shouts, some fan shout-outs as well. Shouts to... Friend of the program, Sean Dean, who sent us a TikTok video this week of him oh, that's right. listening to the Raptor Show theme music in the car. Yeah, cruising. <laughs> cruising on the yeah. on the DVP or Gardner, 80 miles an hour, like mm. me in my 01 
Honda Civic. Yeah, and you're not hitting 80, bro. Ah, shouts to Maddie who saw her at the Jays game. She actually yep. sent in a question, wanted to know our favorite Blue Jays player. Who's your favorite Blue Jays player, William Liu? Um, like of all time or just on the roster? I mean, I don't know how many you can pull, so whichever you yeah. want. Uh, man, of all time, I really liked Ricky Romero. Also, I okay. saw Ricky Romero recently, actually, at a restaurant. He was sitting, like, right beside me. Yeah. At um, some one of these establishments. Oh, was it a Cactus Club? No, it wasn't oh, Cactus okay. Club. Was it Harbor 60? It wasn't Harbor. Oh, okay. you know, why, would I, why would I go to these places? Was it Sugo? Uh, no, it wasn't okay. Sugo. That's on Bloor. Soto, Soto? Um, no. Okay. No. Okay. What was it? Uh, Apache Burger? Was it Barro? I think it was at Barro. Yeah. yeah, it was at Barro I saw. Oh, okay. Ricky Romero. But cool. yeah, salute to Ricky Romero. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got a lot growing up. Uh, you know, I love Pat Henkin, Jose Cruz Jr., Sean Green was cool. Yeah, I saw that. Alex yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah. Trying to think. I mean, I mean, the recent ones like Edwin Encarnacion. Mm. Right now, my favorite double is... Double E. Yeah, double E. <laughs> <laughs> Show's a double E. Um, uh, uh, right now, my favorite player is probably Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah. So, best okay. best smile in Toronto. Uh, I'm sorry. Scotty Barnes, number two. Yeah, just based on the last start of the last game I was at, uh, Yusei Kikuchi was... Oh, uh, yes. Was, he was dealing. Happy Asian then, Heritage Month. I came in the next day. I was like, man, how about that Kikuchi? And he, everyone else was like, no, that guy sucks. And I was like, what? Oh, man. He's, he's been struggling, you know. Yeah. locating his pitches and things. All right. I'm I don't know. Stop. He was looking pretty good the other game, though. Shouts to Anto Chan as well. So we were joking the other day about setting up a Mahjong game, um, you know, Alex and Will Mahjong game. And actually, you know, uh, the Chinese community centers in downtown here in Toronto actually organizing free Mahjong games that you can go to this month mm. during Asian Heritage Month. So if you want more details, go on Instagram, follow T-Base. T period. Oh, salute to T-Base. Base. You know, we were going to, I was really trying to get us to set up an episode of running back. At oh, okay. Before. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure well, we should still uh, we should oh, still do events because we were talking. Yeah. You know, appreciate everyone for buying tickets and donating to our live event. Yeah. We should do a couple more of these in the summer. Yeah, salute you to T-Base. Yeah, if love there's to demand, support, um, whatever they do. I'm just not. I can't hand out hot dog fingers at every one of these shows. Okay, so everybody, just yeah. manage your expectations. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you were talking about the the because you've been you know busy hitting up your contacts to find like award like gifts to hand out at this show and the way you're talking about this right now, it, it, like. It feels like you got like 20 guests and there's only like 100 guests, like 150 guests at most. I think. Yeah, you have a really good chance. And like we can't give, we can't give to Faisal or Lee Band. Like media members are banned oh, from okay. getting gifts. Right. Yeah, there might be some tickets to games. There might be some, wow. you know, rap, to games. Raptors t-shirts. Okay, all right. You know, there's oh. a lot of stuff. Hot dog fingers. You know, and of course, a whole variety. many copies of Cover Story. Um Asian Heritage Month yeah, shout out. No, bro, no, hold on. Is there just a room in your house in your in, in your condo that just has like that's all this my publisher built sent, out of cover stories? My publisher sent me three boxes. I'm uh, taking my time. Yeah, shout some at Devlin. Uh, Asian Heritage Month shout out. No athlete today. I wanted to shout out an author, Charles Yu. I've been reading his book oh. Interior Chinatown. Oh yeah, it's a great book. Everybody should check that out. I think that's the end of the shout-outs. By the way, um, on this episode of Dragon Ball Z, so we have an update on this Will Utah Ramen thing that we never got to this week. So yeah. at the exit interview last week, I believe he was talking to the Japanese media yep. and shouts to Takashi for passing this along. Uh, you know, during his exit interview, Utah said, quote, I know he, he was referring to you, Will. Yep. I know he wanted to go for a ramen with me, although I couldn't make it, unfortunately. I appreciate the support that they showed and hope to continue the good relations. So, shout to you, Utah. <laughs> this was, uh, Utah is back in Japan, by the way. I saw 
an article yesterday. He was talking about how excited he is to go back to his mom's, you know, home cooking. Mm. So, um, yeah, this ended up being... So he'll a, have ramen with his family, but not <laughs> this, with me? Unbelievable. This, this ended up being a filler story, anime filler story yeah. arc that we talked about all season and it, never happened. Basically, isn't this kind of funny, though, that we didn't ultimately didn't get it? Where'd you get ramen? The three not, of us. It's not funny to me. This ended up being Dragon Ball GT, man. Yeah, well, you know, look, listen, obviously, like, come on, man. He's a, he's an NBA player. He's got a lot of things to do. No, you had uh, multiple opportunities to just give him your number. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, that's all No, I've literally seen this man in real life, like, yeah. a dozen times. Anyways. And he knows who I am. But, yeah, it's fine. Back to the questions. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, maybe, I'll go, maybe I'll go visit the Kagawa prefecture. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'd love to visit Japan one day. You've never been? No. Oh, my God. No, the okay. only place in Asia I go is China. Oh, man. Okay, let's stop that conversation right now. Hard transition. Back to Twitter questions. Why? What is your favorite Jackie Chan movie other than Rush Hour, William? I thought we were going to start with basketball No questions. more basketball questions, guys. Okay. If you're listening on the pod, no more basketball. Have a great weekend. If, if I'm going to be 100% honest, and I'm not trying to be a hater, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan's a bad actor. <laughs> you're not going to say the okay. tuxedo? The amount of times I turn on a movie with Jackie Chan, and he's like, no, I'm just a policeman. And I'm like, oh, I'm so <laughs> sick of you, man. I know you're going to kick somebody. <laughs> wow, wow. Will Lou calling Jackie Chan... Uh... Chief Wiggums right now? What's no, going on, bro, man? He's just always a policeman that uh, ends up yeah, fighting Yeah, he's always everyone. like, I don't want no trouble. No, he's... yeah. Anyway. And then he's just, you know, somehow in a field of bamboo just beating everyone up. <laughs> that, that was just bamboo nah, everywhere, shout man. to Police Story. <laughs> yep. Shouts to John Woo. Got a lot of great movies. Uh, next yeah. question. This is Raptors related. I was going to say Shanghai Nights. I really enjoy Shanghai Nights as a kid. But again, not okay, a good, not, okay. he's just not a good actor, man. I'm sorry. Next question, Raptors related. What do you guys even do when there are no Raptors games? I don't know. Work on my other projects. Prehistoric coming soon. Yeah. I have I'm, another podcast project I'm working on. I can't talk about it on here, though. No, oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. Okay. Not right. loud. Um, what do I do? Clearly play poker. Yes. Um, play a lot of basketball. Yeah. It's just good to do nothing. I like to bike and, and, watch do, and just walk. Yeah, I like I to just go for walks. Legit. Been, been biking around the city with the Bixies. Again, yeah. like, looking like a big tourist. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Soccer. There's a lot of soccer going on. Right. Played some soccer. Yeah, go to Jay's Scored games. the goal of my life on Tuesday. For yeah. people who were there, the six people who were there that um, know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. That that goal was sick. This guy said, if you know, you know, to his own soccer I'm goal. really just saying on that his to, own just show. to Josh. Salute to Josh. How is your show still charting so high? Um, it's still the number two basketball <laughs> no, show. No, man. It's this, unbelievable. Everybody, please unsubscribe. No, no don't, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't, don't. What is your go-to boba shop, William Liu? Mm, I don't really have a go-to. Really have a go-to. Do you have a go-to? Yeah. No, I mean, I went to the alley last weekend. Ali is, Ali is very solid. Yeah, the alley's really good. Yeah, so. Shouts to Ali. Yeah, Coco? Locations. Coco? Coco's, yeah, probably the biggest chain, but I don't know. It's it's okay. I like their daily specials because they're <laughs> under $5. I like their daily specials. <laughs> I've never had a bad daily special in my life. Damn. Uh, someone asked because running joke all year, you know, I told Willu Stans, if you see him at the arena, just give me your phone, take a photo. Someone wanted to know if they wanted to get a photo with the both of us, yeah. who should they give the phone to? Uh, Lee Van Osman or Faisal Kamisa <laughs> at the event? <laughs> no, just ask a random person. I don't know. Yeah. Um, who, what else actually I was going to say? Oh, someone, I, you know what? There was a shout out. There was, so we were at the Jays game and we were really into it and everything like that. And then at the end of the game, the guy sitting right behind us turned around and he's like, yo, I didn't want to say anything during the game, but like a big fan of the show, bro. Oh, damn. Yeah, so salute to Tevin as well at the Jays. Okay, shout out yeah. to Tevin. Uh, yeah. Apologies for all the things. Also, I said someone was the like, game. we. So we kept having to come in because we weren't sitting in the middle of the section. So when we come in and out and stuff like that, yeah, um, we'd have to keep asking to get up. And then the woman who was there, who was just, just like, 
I thought I recognized you. You're the guy on the radio. I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, okay. Anyway, so yeah, just stop using the bathroom so much or whatever. He's so. like, uh, stop playing poker on air. Um, uh, Raptors, related question. If let's you go. Could, if you could give Masai Jerry truth serum and ask one question, what would it be? Mine would be, was it really that hard trading tomorrow away? Okay. What about you? Ah, uh, man. Can we have two doses of this truth serum? Yeah, what do you want? One, I want to know how close... The Raptors were actually to potentially even being in the mix for Giannis. Mm. I just want to know. Like, well, he was what? trying to trade up, right? As a story. Well, yeah, with that one, we already know. He was already trying to right. trade up. All that stuff didn't really work out, right? And there's literal footage of this. The other part to me is just like when that like that period of like, okay, Giannis may or may not sign the extension or all that stuff. He ultimately signed the extension and it ended all of this. But it was like if Giannis was heading to free agency, how realistic of a chance right. would the Raptors have even had? Like what was the inside edge? Because the Raptors were positioning themselves to make that run. Yes, at absolutely. Like, like they were, like, they were, they were hinting at it. They were teasing. The way about they managed it. their cap. Yeah, like everything. they left that slot open. Yeah, to go after. So they must have felt like they had some kind of a chance. So I really want to know that the truth on that. And the other part, the the other bit of the serum, or maybe while he's still under truth serum, is by the way, what were you thinking with Bruno? <laughs> That was a rebound because he didn't get Giannis. So he just got the same player type. No, I just want to know tell what footage he saw of Bruno, bro. This guy, dude, there's no way this guy went to Brazil and like was seeing Division Three basketball and was like, this kid is, this, this, I'm going to draft him 20th overall. Yeah. No um, offense to Bruno, but it was no, just no, like that, once we saw Bruno too, we we're like, what? Yeah. You know. People were excited though. For yeah, a little bit. no, listen, Bruno's home opener is one of the most hyped Raptors games I've ever been to or not I've ever been to I wish I was at the game that I've ever seen right because not only were the Raptors beating Giannis you know um in the Bucks by 50 points and literally they're up by 50 in the fourth quarter Bruno makes his debut hits the three catches a lob from like a half court pass from I think Lou Williams threw him a alley-oop from half court and Bruno caught it and then hit a three as well and like it was honestly one of the most hyped events ever as a Raptor game. You want to talk about good Raptor crowds? Go listen to that crowd. Up 50, it was, yeah, it was pandemonium in that building. Yeah, Lisa said, can you shout out Brittany Griner, who's been wrongfully yeah. detained for 77 days? If this was an NBA player, it'd be all over the place every day. Yeah, I mean, I think both of us have been following this story. Mm-hmm. And I know, I think it was this week that the U.S. government did say that she, it's now being reclassified as that right. she's being wrongfully detained. And I think there's now talks between, um, you know, the U.S. government and Russia about this. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's because she's not an NBA player. Yes, I think part of that plays into it. But I think you know her family and people closer and representatives have also asked for it not to become such a public right. ordeal. That was right? the original part yes. of it. Yeah. Yes. But in any case, yeah, it's been a very, very long time that she's been detained. And, and look, I'm I'm sympathetic to like the idea that when you go to other countries, you got to follow their laws and all that stuff. But also, I'm, I'm I, at the heart of it for me. I'm just like the punishment has to fit the crime and. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about like a a, a weed cartridge, like come on, man, mm-hmm. just like there's no reason someone should be detained for that. No, for sure, for sure. Especially during the middle of a, a a much larger conflict. So no, for sure. What are your thoughts on the on a potential midseason tournament in the NBA? I actually wouldn't mind it. I think I want to. I like what the NBA is trying to do is giving teams more reason and fans more reason to watch games. And something else to win. Because right now it feels very weird that only one team ever gets to win. Very few teams at the end of the season feel good about their team. Like the Raptors, we're actually in a very good spot where we feel good about the team at the end of the season. Maybe at the end of each season, there's probably like five or six teams that feel good about themselves. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Maybe we need a NBA Champions League. 
you know, shouts. I mean, to, this wouldn't work because you would need other equivalent teams as good as like any rap, any NBA team. Yeah, that's outside fair. of the NBA. That's Sh- what makes champions. Just want to shout out to my boys, you know, Villarreal. Um, you know, doing a great job. Yeah, name great one run. player off Villarreal. Bro. Great run. No, we're running out of one time. One guy. We can't, man. Shouts yeah. to Kareem Ben Benzema. Um. He's not on Villarreal. Shanda wanted to know, uh, uh, where are we on the list of top 75 animals with Will? So I just want to say this on air. Um, I'm always pushing for the 75 animals. You know, Jennifer Rolnick, our YouTube producer, is behind the, the glass right now asking, b- being angry about it as well. Mm. It's on you, Will. Like, I want you to finish that list. Yeah, we'll, so, do, it. we'll do it next week. Let's fit okay. in one more question before we leave. Okay. Yeah, super uh, quick. Is there a specific question? Are there potentially any players... On the 905 team that you could see as a bench or rotation this player. This is the last one we gone with. Yeah. Damn. Which one did you want? Was there another know. one? Um, I don't know. The 905 was did really well this year. It felt more like this year it was like a matter of really good coaching and everything like that. The year before, I thought the Raptors 905 team had really good talent on it. Like Gary uh, Payton um, was on that team. Mm. Um, Nick Stauskas was on that team. A couple other players were on that team that like were able to eventually get NBA deals. Um, this year didn't feel like it as much. And to be frank, I wasn't. I'm not someone who watches the Nano Live that closely, but I've tuned into at least like a dozen plus games. Justin Champagne. Yeah. No. I mean, that's, that was part of the roster this year was like getting Champagne lots of reps and Delano lots of reps, and I think those guys contributed at the NBA level. Um, I thought I, I was. I always liked watching Aaron Best. I don't know if you'll probably get to the NBA. You know, yeah. Salute. Uh, Ryerson. I guess now Toronto Metropolitan University legend. Yeah, they need to rebrand again. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll be back on Monday. Let's do some second round winners and losers. And like Will mentioned, we'll do some player reviews and things of that nature. And an Asian Heritage Month draft coming next Friday. So all of that next week. Uh, yeah, go rate and review and then and, and keep listening to us. Yeah, that does it for us today. I'm your host, Willu. That's Alex Wong. You've been listening to The Raptor Show on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.